0: Greetings, greetings, greetings on this marvelous Monday, March 6th, 2023. Today's read is going to be from an article published in the Black Wall Street Times on May 28th, 2022, updated this year, January 4th, 2023, and written by Dion Osborne. The headline that caught my attention is, Tulsa Black Mental Health Alliance Talks Healing from Generational Trauma. The word alliance means more than one. Black mental health professionals coming together means tapping into resources, collective resources, meaning they're going to affect more people And their strengths are going to be amplified. And anywhere they may be weak, they can get support from each other. The village is a very important aspect of Black life that has been lost in many aspects of our trauma, our generational trauma. And this article touches on a lot of that and a lot of things that we can do to help with that healing I'm really proud of the people of Tulsa and the different ways that they are working on reconciling the damage that was done. And they're not waiting for somebody to finally wake up and say, I'm sorry. Sorry isn't enough. There's a lot of repair that needs to be done. And they're at the forefront of the fight To your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Breaking the cycle of trauma that impacts Black people starts with openly acknowledging it exists. According to a group of mental health experts who spoke at a panel during the second annual Black Wall Street Legacy Fest in historic Greenwood District on Friday, May 27, 2022. Audiences in person and tuning in to a live stream of the panel witnessed a rare occasion. A group of Black mental health experts defining generational trauma and what healing looks like for the community. It's no secret. Black Americans are less likely to seek counseling due to barriers that range from accessibility to negative stereotypes. Yet, the group of therapists who together have formed the Tulsa Black Mental Health Alliance said the cycle of trauma in Black communities will continue to be passed down until It's addressed head on. I'm glad you created that alliance because that is truly important, moderator Christy Williams told the panelists. For Williams, generational trauma hits home particularly hard. She's a descendant of 1921 Tulsa race massacre survivors. Williams also works for fitting back in a prison re-entry program in Tulsa that seeks to successfully transition citizens back into society through life skills, career development and counseling, according to their website. Understanding generational trauma. Panelist, Dwayne Mason of Mason Counseling Services explained the difficulties in getting some of his clients to open up. I treat a lot of males We don't necessarily like to discuss things that are hurtful, Mason said, explaining how some folks think seeking counseling makes them crazy or weak. Yet for Mason and the other panelists, the goal of counseling isn't to quote-unquote fix a person, but rather to enhance the positive qualities they already possess. Therapy is seen as something to change the narrative of who you are, Dwayne Mason said, but... When done correctly, it's more about enhancing those good, strong qualities about you. Trauma can be anything. It can be an actual threat or the experience itself. So with generational trauma, you may not have experienced that particular experience, but it affects you because your grandparents experienced it. Panelist Amber Mason of Mason Counseling Services added. Black Americans have long felt the effects of generational trauma, especially the last living survivors and descendants of the wealthiest black community in the United States history who continue to seek justice for the city sanctioned destruction of 36 square blocks of Greenwood in Tulsa, 102 years ago. In recent years, Science journalists have begun to document and research the phenomenon. There is now converging evidence supporting the idea that offspring are affected by parental trauma exposures occurring before their birth and possibly even prior to their conception. A study from the National Library of Medicine stated in 2018, Black mental health experts talk Breaking the Cycle. According to the study, scientists began tracing the effects of intergenerational trauma by studying Jewish populations after the Holocaust. The parents are not broken conspicuously, yet their children, all of whom were born after the Holocaust, display severe psychiatric symptomatology it would almost be easier to believe that they, rather than their parents, had suffered the corrupting, searing hell. When it comes to black Americans descended from survivors of slavery, lynchings, Jim Crow massacres, however, little research has been done. When our great-grandparents experienced trauma, they didn't get healing from it. And it directly impacted the way they raised their children. That keeps trickling down, said Kimberly Wayne of Overcross Counseling and Equine Services. Taking an unconventional approach, Wayne invites her clients out to ride and work with horses while working through their treatment goals. She explained how she has three clients of three different generations, a daughter, mother and grandmother who all live in the same low-income apartment complex wayne said that refusing to unpack trauma may lead people to getting comfortable with their current situation in life and passing down that mentality to their children your emotions help you progress to healing and if you don't understand them You can't work through the healing process. Shamika Carmel Brown of SKB, Integrated Mental Health added. Unpacking generational trauma starts with acknowledging it. Notably, the five stages of grief include denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Counselor Dwayne Mason stressed the importance of acknowledging the problem As the most important step to unpacking generational trauma just last year was the first time that a president a president even said this happened mason said referring to president joe biden's trip to greenwood in tulsa during the 100 year anniversary of the massacre that was 2021 perhaps the first time any active president has ever stepped foot in the district Discussing the truth of what happened is the first way to heal, Mason added. What would life be like for them if the 1921 race massacre never occurred? Amber Mason asked. Hmm. Uh, reader's note I thought about that. I don't know if any of you listening have watched the Tulsa Massacre documentary on the History Channel here in America, but it, it goes into deep detail uh, one, one man, I forget his name right now, but he owned a hotel and he defended his hotel to the bitter end. And they promised him that they wouldn't burn his property if he just came out because he was sniping people off. And, um, he came down, he surrendered. And of course they looted the hotel first because don't get it twisted. They didn't just burn Greenwood before they burned those buildings those white mobsters mobs family family friendly 1920 whatever these people were looted black wall street and stole everything that they could pick up and take away every bit of wealth that was movable outside of those buildings was taken away and Black people were put in internment camps. They weren't just murdered, shot, looted, burned down. They were put in internment camps here in the United States. You know the ones they talk about in the Holocaust? Yeah, they were here in the United States. Just like they did Japanese people. and Japanese people got paid reparations for their time in internment camps. But yeah, that's a whole different article. Um... But yeah, what would life be like for them if the 1921 race massacre never occurred? And not just their direct descendants. That man who owned the hotel I'm talking about would have definitely gave Marriott and Hilton a run for their money. Marriott and Hilton were not interrupted. Their process, their progress was not interrupted and burned away. But anyway... Ultimately, the panelists acknowledged that the few Black counselors in the field must come together to enhance opportunities to support the communities they serve. We have to support the people that are interrupting these symptoms that are keeping our people down. I'm not afraid to interrupt the system, Kimberly Wayne said. As the Greenwood community seeks restitution for the destruction of life property, and generational wealth amidst an ongoing lawsuit. This lawsuit, a <laughs> 102 years later, they still haven't. Oh, America. As the Greenwood community seeks restitution for the destruction of life, property, and generational wealth amidst an ongoing lawsuit, the panelists from Tulsa Black Mental Health Alliance elevated the importance of reclaiming mental health word.